Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the best NFT media nominated NFT and Chill podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we have Eli Santos. We're going to be talking about marketing, advertising, and brand building in Web3. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of Web3 and NFTs together. Okay, so we're back to the show. And who I have with me today is Eli Santos. How are you doing, Eli? Doing good, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to get you on NFT and chill. So uh, you want to give yourself an introduction for the uh, for the listeners? Yeah, definitely. Hey, guys. As Ty said, my name is Eli Santos. I'm a marketing advertising specialist that is focusing on Web3. I also have uh, my own podcast, which is Metavertising, where we focus on Metaverse advertising. I'm also very active on LinkedIn, do a lot of content there. been a marketer for about five years now. Before that, I've spent 10 years in technology. Ever since early the last year, 2021, I've been focusing hard on Web3, especially augmented reality and virtual reality. That's my main area of focus right now. And that's where most of the stuff that I've been doing lately is in. So that's perfect because we can get into marketing, advertising, and, and brands in Web3. So definitely a difficult part of the space, especially for people who have done marketing, advertising in Web2 for a very long time. Getting into Web3 and doing it, it's one of the hardest things to accomplish that community building in Web3. So I think this is a perfect topic to get into. Let's jump right in. Could you give a few differences? for like marketing and advertising in Web3 than tradition? There are definitely several differences, but I think that the biggest one is the mindset shift that needs to happen. Marketing has badly evolved over the years. Ever since copywriting has started for almost a century ago, marketing hasn't changed that much. Back then, you've had sales letters, you've had newspapers, billboards, then radio, TV. And nowadays, we have social media, which is basically like you're seeing advertising, marketing in the form of videos and images. The formats were always kind of limited to uh, something that you could read or video that you can watch or an image that you can look at. As we're entering Web3 and as we're entering the metaverse, there is a lot of different possibilities unfolding, especially for augmented reality and virtual realities. You know, like you have immersive ways to create advertising and to create marketing and really to impact your customer. The first big difference that I can definitely point out is definitely the mindset shift that needs to happen from marketers coming from this reality of uh, doing videos and images and whatnot now to creating immersive experiences. What also you have to consider is like the consumer behavior, I think, has shifted very strongly, like over the last few years, I guess I can say, but especially now in Web3, I like to say that we're entering customer-centric culture, which means that more than ever, the consumers have realized the power that they have if they stick together and if they unite. That's why communities have been one of the latest buzzwords, you know, as we enter Web3, because really 
That's what it's all about. These customers, these consumers coming together in order to make decisions, to have discussions and whatnot. That's one of the foundation of NFT collections, for example. It's having a strong community behind it. And so now marketers and brands have to learn how to deal with that. You have to think about the community and like what value is my brand adding to the end customer? What value is my brand adding to the community? It's also a mindset shift in that sense. From the previous mindset to being customer-centric, it's about providing value. The brands that don't anticipate to these two things, they're probably going to fall behind. Yeah, that's a great point. It seems a little more hands-on. I almost call it like guerrilla digital content marketing. Like you said, consumers, community members in Web3, they have a lot more input and control over not only their ownership, but a lot of times what projects, companies, and brands are putting out. You know, Web2 marketing and advertising was a lot more uh, like on a macro sense to where put something on a billboard and you could basically set that and forget it for as long as you've leased that billboard, run a commercial or an ad on TV, radio, even YouTube. Here in Web3, people want to hear who the founders are, what the founders' backgrounds are, what the mission of the project or company or brand and all of that. How would someone in Web3 take that into consideration when they're going to do their, their marketing campaign? That's definitely a great question. And I think the right word in this context is values. For example, the other day I was reading a report by Heis Nobiety in partnership with BCG, which is a consulting company, and it's called The Dawn of Fashion 3.0, if I'm not mistaken. It had some really interesting data in it. Basically, what the report pointed out to me was the fact that younger audiences, but also a lot of millennials and even baby boomers who consume luxury brands and consume high fashion and this sort of stuff, they're a lot more concerned nowadays to understand like if they're buying something, where did it come from? What was the supply chain process? Were the people that were involved in uh, manufacturing this product paid fairly? What are the values that is driving this brand? Is it sustainable? Are the materials sustainable? Is the brand looking for sustainable alternatives? These things are like becoming major concerns. So I think more than ever now, like uh, consumers are actually taking a stance. They are requesting brands to really uh, watch out for that. And so I truly believe it's about values. There are probably many collections that don't move forward or maybe they even fail when people realize that the founders or whoever it is behind the project is actually not providing actual you know, information that is valuable to their target audience or to their community. I think the exact same thing is going to happen to brands. Consumers want to know really if you're aligned with these values, right? It makes a lot of sense. You can definitely apply a lot of that to Web3. Is this team, is this project going to be around? Are they in it for the right reasons? Do they have a sustainable mission and plan moving forward that will last? Because when I when I look for a brand company or even an NFT project, I want to know that when they started it, they plan to be around for a very long time brand building, like what exactly does that mean for you? Because I think there's a lot of individual branding going on. Yeah, definitely. Um, some people call that personal brand, which is basically how people used to call reputation. That's your personal brand. You know, I think that's the best way to translate it. There's a lot of different types of marketing, right? So we can uh, categorize marketing in two different 
categories or segments, which is inbound marketing and outbound marketing. So basically, inbound marketing is whatever you create that allows people to come to you because of what you created and that they've seen it and they decide to get in touch with you or follow you or whatever that is. And then there's also outbound, which is like putting stuff out there so that this can attract people in a way that they immediately interact with that and convert right on the spot. In that sense, like branding is a type of inbound marketing. There's no way for you to build a brand in a short period of time. That's why branding is important. That's also why it takes years to be built, you know. So if you take a look, for example, at Coca-Cola, if you take a look at Nike, if you take a look at like some of the largest consumer brands that we know, they have a very strong branding positioning because regardless of like they try to do a campaign and it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. Like the brand is it's way too strong for people to just stop consuming the product. Great example of that is um, New Coke from the 80s. Yeah, no, definitely. If you take a look at smaller companies, they basically typically like they do a lot of outbound because they need clients, they need more revenue. And so they do they do outbound in order to grow their business in a more short span of time. And that's advertising, right? That's what advertising is. It's a form of outbound marketing. If you look at brands like Coca-Cola and Nike, they do advertising, but it's a, like a passive way of advertising. When it's Christmas, you know, you see campaigns of Coca-Cola all around because they want to attach themselves to Christmas to the feelings of Christmas, to the fact that you have your family together, you know, and and in that moment, you're going to have a Coca-Cola. That's the power of branding right there. You know, like they want to attach themselves really in the long run. You know, they're, they're in it for the long haul. Like they have the patience in order to endure that. And in the long run, it pays the dividends, right? That's what branding is. And so if you consider the Web3 environment, branding is going to be more important than ever because like you're really going to have to do a very extensive branding exercise, review your values. What is the stuff that your brand believes in? Who do we want to partner with? You know, really picking these influencers or maybe these other brands that you're going to be partnering up with to make sure that they're also aligned with the stuff that you believe in. So if you consider this entire context, yes, like branding is going to be like one of the major things in Web3 uh, because of the change in the consumer behavior. You brought up a lot of great points when it comes to marketing and advertising. It goes hand in hand with community building as well, especially in Web3. They need a community to sustain itself in this space. And it's a difficult thing to obtain, but it's a really great thing because you have more direct feedback with not only your consumers or your customers, but community you build to interact with them. You get to engage more with them. I've always viewed you know, marketing very similar and going hand in hand with building a community because you know, you have to market the community and get yourself out there in order to get people into the project brand. You know, Old Navy came in to Web3 and they put out an NFT and they had to build their Web3 community base. We're definitely going to see more and more of that going on. You know, everyone who is in Web3 is kind of building their own personal brand and companies like Unstoppable Domains are coming out with these domains and now they have these apps to where you can build your personal brand in Web3. Why do you think it's important for just the average person, the community member uh, in Web3 to build their personal brand? 
That's a great question because if you consider the typical human behavior, we like following leaders, and I think there are several examples out there. For, for example, in my case, I talk a lot about brands in Web three. I talk a lot about you know metaverse advertising,、uh, metaverse experiences. I talk a lot about that stuff, and so some people are starting to follow me because they know I talk about that stuff and they like my point of view on that and they like the value that I provide. It's a resource. It's a resource that you can leverage. The last century, if you think about like the OGs, copywriters, you know, like the original ones, they would kill, you know, to in order to have access to a community of the brands that they're creating an advertising for. You know, like they would kill for that resource because it's so valuable. It's the fact that you can with a few clicks, you can just access someone or maybe access an entire community and ask them a question, and then you get instant feedback on that. And that's an extremely valuable resource, right? It saves you a lot of time and money. And so the same thing happens with like personal brand. You know, when you create a personal brand, as I said, that's the same thing as a reputation, right? So the bigger your personal brand is, the bigger your reputation also is. When someone follows you and they see that you have like a very good personal brand, suddenly you become like this very important. Very skilled person from their perspective, and so it immediately changes the value that you have for them. In that sense, like personal brand is definitely extremely interesting. It's a resource that you can tap into. You know, even if you don't know how to how to leverage it, even if you don't know how to what to do with it, eventually you might come up with an idea. Your personal brand is going to help you leverage that idea. At the end of the day, like having a personal brand is creating your own community. So, for example, the listeners of NFT and Chill, you know, their community. In a sense, you know, the listeners of advertising, their community. In a sense, in marketing, human traffic in the internet is one of the hardest things to acquire these days, right? Because if you go into Facebook, for example, you can just pay Facebook in order to run an ad, and there you go. You know, like you have instant traffic, but you have to pay them. And when you build a personal brand, you have this organic traffic that is highly qualified, and then suddenly you have this traffic, you know, available to you with no cost, with no additional cost, just. Thanks to your hard work over the years, building a personal brand, you know, it can be monetized in many different ways. If you've done the job of building a personal brand correctly, they trust you, which is also one of the most important things in Web three. The other day, I heard a sentence that made total sense for me, which was like, "If data was the oil of Web two, then trust is the oil of Web three." And so that's the magic of personal brand, you know, like having this resource that could cost brands a lot of money to build, and you have it at the tip of your fingers, you know, you can just monetize off of it. You can, I don't know, like there's so many things that you could do. I definitely think it's it's super important. I mean, you're definitely building a reputation in a space that has tremendous potential to grow, where there's going to be millions of jobs. You know, you might not know what you want to do with what you're building right now, but having the chance to be able to leverage that, like you said, I think is important. I mean, you're kind of you're building collateral. If you just want When you tweet something out, or when you have something to say, you'd like for people to listen. Just building a brand in that sense is good.、I've、seen a lot of like companies and brands that will hire someone who has built themselves a personal brand to make educational content, you know, on like TikTok or Twitter, and just make a few videos explaining a product. There's been a lot of that happening lately. It pays off in the long run for sure. What we're gonna do here, Eli?、Uh, this is kind of a first time on NFT and Chill. I was doing an AMA for Tech Circus. I was their special guest, and we did a giveaway. And one of the listeners 
gets a chance to ask a question live on the show. Metadipity.e was the winner of that giveaway. Her name is Nathania, and she hails all the way from Aria, Switzerland. Based on the fact that community is a key aspect in Web3, what is a good way to onboard new people? There are two ways to answer that question, actually. And depending on what you're looking for, your answer is going to impact quality of the community that you're going to have, right? When I say the fast way to grow a community, you can run advertising, for example. You can run email campaigns, you know, cold email campaigns, which some people consider to be spam. There's several tools that are available out there. What this is going to do for you is you're going to get a lot of people into the community fast. But the bad thing about that is 90% or maybe even more of the methods that you're going to use to get people fast, you're not going to get very high quality people in your community, which can impact your community in the long run and consequently the project that you're creating this community for, you know, because these people, they were acquired through methods that focused on the quantity rather than the quality, right? And then the best way to grow a community, it takes time, you know, because it's not 2021 anymore when pretty much any NFT project out there would get people in it because people are looking for the next high project. I would say the best way for you to grow a community with a lot of quality is to invest into content. But a lot of people don't use it the right way because it takes time. You know, you have to be consistent over a good amount of time until you start getting results from your content. As you start creating content that is focused on your project or maybe the community that you want to foster, people that are interested about that topic, they're going to end up finding your stuff. And in that sense, there's always ways that you can leverage your content, have even better results in a shorter amount of time. And what I mean by that is SEO, search engine optimization, in order to see your content. Content is the best way for you to grow a community because then you're going to get quality people. It's going to take more time, obviously. You're going to have quality people inside of your project that are actually going to believe in your idea and believe in your project. Like what you were saying, the best way to grow a community is to do it in an organic sense, but also to have patience, especially like where the NFT market and where Web3 is right now. Having patience and understanding that it takes time to grow your community is the best mindset you can have. Even back, like you said, in 2021, communities that grew very quickly, sometimes they didn't get the right community members in the project to sustain itself. Taking your time, building the project organically, and having patience is definitely the best way. Creating kind of a culture in that community where people want to help educate. You know, having your team be educators as well, because Web3 is new, for especially for onboarding. So thank you so much, metadipity.e, for asking this question on NFT and Chill. Definitely check her out on Twitter. Check out the ENS Queens on Twitter. They're doing some really cool stuff with educating people on EMS domains. So, Eli, I want to thank you so much for coming on NFT and Chill. This has been an excellent conversation for sure. Yeah, thank you very much for the invite. Thank you for having me. I hope the conversation was valuable to the listeners. It was a pleasure to, to be here. Thank you very much, Sai. Yeah, absolutely. So where can people find you and your podcast? So I'm very active on LinkedIn, so you should definitely connect with me there. It's uh, 
Lai Santos, E-L-Y space Santos on LinkedIn. And you're going to find me because I talk about uh, metaverse advertising. My podcast is called Metavertising. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You should definitely check it out. Well, thank you so much, Eli. That's it for this week's show. I want to thank my guest, Eli Santos, for coming on, giving us a lot of really quality information about marketing and advertising in this space. Check out his podcast, Metavertising, and the stuff he's doing on LinkedIn is really great as well. If you are an NFT project, a founder, company, brand, definitely make sure that you are really researching who you're getting to do your marketing and your advertising in this space. I've seen a lot of NFT projects hire the wrong people or the people pretending to be marketers in this space. Make sure you are hiring the right people to do your marketing because I've seen projects that have failed just because they've wasted a lot of money on the wrong kind of marketing. If you're looking for an experienced marketer in Web3, that they have that actual experience in Web3. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode of NFT and Chill. We'll be back next week. I'm the mayor, and you've been listening to the NFT and Chill podcast.